the One Fab Day Wedding Podcast. Welcome to another episode of the One Fab Day Wedding Podcast, the show that helps you plan your best day ever with minimum stress and maximum lulls. This week, we're talking about organizing a wedding while pregnant, a situation that's pretty common these days as couples feel less and less pressure to follow the traditional mortgage marriage baby route. We're joined today by a woman who knows exactly how challenging wedding planning while pregnant can be, as well as being a stylist, journalist and fashion editor of the Irish Daily Mail's You magazine. Grace Cahill is an expecting mum who will be tying the knot with her other half, Adam, in 2020. Now, on paper, I have to say that I find the idea of planning a wedding while hormonal and exhausted to be a recipe for disaster. But loads of women make it work. Yes. And I love a pregnant bride. I think it's because I'm into that whole like free hippie boho aesthetic. I just think it looks gorgeous when there is a blooming bride. Uh, We had a bride on the site mere weeks ago. Yes. Who walked down the aisle seven months pregnant. So if she can do it. Well, not if she can do it anyway. I'm sure loads of people are like, I can't do it. You do you. <laughs> but um, it's going to be a fun topic to discuss, I think. And Grace will definitely have some brilliant insights on this. One Fab Day expert wedding tips. We're all about sharing the knowledge here at the One Fab Day Wedding Podcast, which is why we make room in each episode to offer up a useful nugget of wedding related advice. Selena has chosen this week's tip, so let's hear it. So my tip is think about your night before do. So as is the nature with many of these tips, it's not necessarily definitely have a rehearsal dinner, but it's just make a plan Mm. because I've been told reliably by no one in this room that if you don't make (laughs) a plan a plan will be forced upon you it will so any wedding I've been involved in whether it's as a bridesmaid or as a Mm. bride or a family member a lot of couples don't make a plan for the night before because they're worried that they'll be rushing around or they don't know what time they'll get to the venue at or what they'll be doing and then parents or in-laws just sort of organize a dinner or start arranging drinks with the aunties who are coming in and dribs and drabs and then all of a sudden your night's kind of happening and you didn't have time to go up and do that face mask you wanted to do Mm. or to have one last dinner with like your parents and your siblings on your own or with your extended family and so I just think it's a nice idea whether you do something a bit more fully prepped like a trad night or you have a formal dinner or formal event or it just is like drinks in the bar of the hotel I think it's good to just have a plan either way yeah and obviously it's totally up to you if you want to spend the night before just with your other half getting excited or maybe you really want that time with your bridesmaids especially if let's say some of them don't live in the country and you Mm. really want to maximize that quality time but I would say organize something in that case like maybe an activity or that you're spending the night somewhere or um, you've got reservations or you've got an appointment even in the spa or whatever if you have something laid down it just means that when someone texts you to be like ready for a drink you can be like oh no we've planned this Mm. Um, and you just don't get drawn into any distracting other things that weren't your original plan yes and it's another incentive to have all those last minute DIY bits done so you're not leaving them to the night before your wedding absolutely please don't go to bed at 5am I've been that bridesmaid tying ribbons I have too yeah I've been that (laughs) guest as well and I'm happy to do it as a guest but please don't do it if you're in the couple the one fab day wedding podcast We've now arrived at our favourite part of the show where we get to go deep on a specific element of wedding planning. Today we're talking about wedding planning while pregnant and as Claire and I have precisely zero experience on this topic, we had to call in an expert. We're thrilled to be joined by fashion editor Grace Cahill who is currently expecting her first child and will be getting married next year. 
Grace is one of the sharpest dressers we know. We've been glued to her maternity style posts on Instagram lately. So naturally, we can't wait to hear all about her wedding. So I guess we should start with the proposal, if there was one. There was one. Um, We actually got engaged at Christmas in New York. (laughs) Sounds I love that, though. Yeah, that's very cliche. um, Miracle on 34th Street. Yeah. Except without the proposal. Uh, Sleepless in Seattle, is that a Christmas? I I don't know, it's like a movie anyway. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I I definitely had a suspicion, but I didn't think he'd be that organised. He's not really a planner. (laughs) And I didn't think he'd have a ring if he was going to ask. So a couple of people did say to me, it's definitely going to happen. But then we got there and like day one, day two, day three. And on day three, I was like, have you organised any dinner? And he was like, no. And I was like, no dinner. And he was like, no dinner. And I was like, okay. So I was like, it's definitely not happening. Yeah. And I just didn't think he'd have a ring because that takes a lot of planning. Yeah. So the fourth day came and we had planned to go ice skating in Central Park. And God love him, I made him take about a million pictures of me skating around <laughs> for the gram. For the gram. There we were skating around. So every hour they cleared the ice. So they, oh, okay. they were getting us off the ice. And he kind of brought me towards this exit that was like another five minutes to skate in a queue. Yeah. And I was like, no, let's go this way. And he was like, no, let's go this way. It's quicker. I was like, it's not quicker. No, we're going this way. And he's like, just come over here for a minute. So I'm like, I skate on. And then I turned around and he's getting down on his knee. And I mean, Adam, he doesn't love a lot of attention. So I thought it would be like an intimate dinner sort of situation. So I just didn't expect it. I had this beret over my head and I just pulled (laughs) pulled it down. And he was like, Grace, (laughs) what's wrong? Yeah. But in that moment, like it's magical, it's surreal, but it's actually like when you see all these people looking at you, it's really mortifying. <laughs> and I, it was like my first natural reaction to pull this berry over my head. Yeah. And because obviously people were leaving the ice and then another kind of 100, 200 were coming on, they all started clapping. Aww. They're like, congratulations. So I got the ring and I couldn't wait to get out of the place. So I was like, <laughs> even leaving the park, everyone was like, congratulations again. So fair play to him. Yeah. It's the scourge being Irish, isn't it? That you can't even enjoy that moment. No, You're too mortified. You You're too, yeah. It's, You're very, just like, it's very Irish, oh God, isn't it? Yeah. Can we just yeah. go outside and have a little cuddle then? Yeah. Like, yeah. I think that's one of the first public proposals I've heard of. Was very public. I really <laughs> didn't expect it. Like Irish grooms tend to be too more so to even yeah. plan it. So fair play to him. He mm. pulled off yeah, a really he pu- like he did pull it off. Good yeah. moment there. And he yeah. chose a gorgeous ring. Yeah, he did. Now he he got a lot of tips. <laughs> oh, we always advise people to <laughs> yeah. get the tips. Nothing wrong with dropping some hints. How did you kind of start the conversation about the wedding you wanted to have? Did you have ideas already? Did he yeah, have ideas already? We definitely talked about it, and I think from the outset we just wanted something that was sort of bespoke a little bit more intimate for us and that reflected our personalities I mean I'm not very religious either is he so we knew we didn't want like the church sort of three course meal so yeah when we got engaged we kind of knew that much so that was like a clear outline and then it was just about finding that perfect place we also wanted to get married on site and have somebody who knew us marry us which I can't say much of now but it all kind of happened very organically Mm. someone came to me and said they're doing a course and would they let me and I was like absolutely oh amazing yeah it all like worked out like yeah yeah I just it's kind of more sentimental 
And actually, I was at a wedding in Ibiza where the sister and the best friend did the ceremony and I was bawling. It was beautiful. Oh, that sounds good. Yeah, it was gorgeous. We knew we wanted something more personal Mm. and we're lucky that we don't have very religious parents on either side and they're letting us do our own thing. Because, I mean, I do hear a lot of stories that... (laughs) Yeah, can um, parents can interfere? It's mm, been known yeah. to happen. Yes. Yeah, I think when it comes to the church part. Mm. Yeah. So it sounds like from the beginning you're quite like ceremony focused. Yeah, I think which is so. Because nice some couples are just like, give me the party, but yeah. obviously uh, for a lot of couples that's the yeah. main focus of the day. I mean, it's definitely not going to be an hour long, but I think it's important to have what love means to you and as a couple and I mean the ceremony that's a half an hour long is fine it's not gonna Mm. but yeah we definitely want to party as well yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) and you must have had lots of ideas about how the day will look and the style of it things like that yeah I think I am a very visual person obviously Mm. because of my job and Adam's just kind of let me run with things (laughs) which is I mean a lot of men do but for us the more kind of relaxed bohemian vibe Mm. Adam's a bit thrown together too so (laughs) he's a musician he Mm. it will just be very relaxed and the venue's kind of rustic it's quite elegant rustic but so we're gonna try and pair that back and I have a really good stylist working with me who kind of gets the mood board so I think it is important to be prepared in that way and to kind of have a clear idea because if you don't I've heard that a lot of brides there can be miscommunication along the way yeah and turns out to be a whole (laughs) different mood board arrives on a day a whole different colour scheme yeah if you're not clear of what you want and how important certain elements are you have to be yeah Yeah. and a lot of pictures for people because they can't get pictures wrong hopefully not yeah 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 yeah. good stylists will request billions of them yeah exactly Um, and with you being a fashion editor and adam being a musician is it fair to assume that the outfit and the music are two big priorities for you guys they are yeah yeah i mean not so much the clothes i definitely wasn't gonna spend a huge amount of money on my dress now i did find a dress that was probably a little bit over budget, but not too much over budget. The music is important, yeah. Mm. And we do have friends doing the ceremony and um, it's hard to find a good wedding band yeah. that isn't sounding very wedding-y. That was actually the mm. toughest bit. And he was like, I'll do that. But I actually had to take over. So. <laughs> um, we hear that a lot too. <laughs> we do. Yeah. So yeah, it was important. We just kind of wanted a lot of music, a lot of good vibes, good food, we're kind of thinking about lots of big sharing platters for people. Nice. That's sort of like, you know, party yeah. vibe. Yeah. And you're pregnant. Congratulations. Thank you. <laughs> Did getting pregnant change your plans in any way? It didn't really. It's definitely distracted me from a lot of things, which is probably a good thing because you can get really involved yeah. and too involved to the point where you start changing things mm-hmm. and second guessing and... Um, But it definitely distracted me. But I had a lot done early on. And I think if I got pregnant now, it would have had to change things up a little. But baby's going to be eight months. So perfect. Yeah. So hopefully weaned. Yeah. So I think it was good timing for us, luckily. But I mean, I'm sure there are brides out there who have had to like make a few changes with the date. But we were lucky. So Mm. we will have another little human. Another guest (laughs) that you didn't have on the guest list before. (gasps) 
I know, it's actually quite surreal. <laughs> it must be very strange to plan this day and have like, you know, obviously for most couples, you can picture it in your head. And then, like you said, there is another person there and like you'll be different people than you Absolutely. thought you were going to be. You'll be parents. Our lives are going to change massively. I still can't believe I'm going to be a mom in eight, nine weeks. But like, it's actually kind of lovely when you think about it and a little bit more special when you think you're mm-hmm. going to have your first baby at your wedding and yeah like it's quite surreal thinking I need a babysitter for my wedding day <laughs> for the second part you know yeah. at uh, least you'll have time to get to know your baby before and work out a plan rather exactly. than if the baby was going to be maybe two months old and yeah. you're rushing absolutely I think you know at six months you kind of start to get a routine together and maybe start weaning and he or she is sleeping a little bit better so yeah like I said it was just good timing mm. and we're looking forward to it I can't wait to pick a little dress or oh, yeah. <laughs> that's the uh, best bit is that you get a little flower person yeah or well a page I have a person. few my my sisters have kids but we'll have a little extra, a little extra one. <laughs> so you didn't have to change the scale at all or you didn't feel maybe like was there changes in your budget and things like that? I just think we've had to be more disciplined with our budget. We weren't kind of going to compromise on music or a venue because we just like what we like. Mm-hmm. And I think you can get really carried away when you're spending. Yeah. So many people have said to me, and I mean, I read a piece that you wrote on why weddings are quite expensive and yeah. why they're a little bit more bespoke. And It's not just a party with your pals. It's, exactly. Yeah, it's like you're creating something end. personal for somebody. But once you do say the W word, prices go up and you can get carried away. So we've just had to kind of be realistic and then also be realistic with the baby stuff as well because yeah. you can spend 800 euro on a cot or you can spend 200. So you can get carried away yeah. in that way. So we've just had to be really practical. I'm probably the better saver of the two I think I mentioned there has to, to be one <laughs> I'm in to. the same boat it's yeah. not me <laughs> <laughs> well okay. there has to be one I definitely yeah I at definitely... least there's one in all of our relationships yeah. Yeah, so he's getting better. He's getting better. We we set up a couple of bank accounts mm-hmm. for different things. Yeah, he is. He's catching on. Yeah. Because <laughs> you have to, like, I mean, they're two huge things that are going to happen mm. in your life and they're not cheap. So Yeah, it must be kind of jarring because a wedding is sort of an, in some way, an indulgent event that's all about you. Yeah. And motherhood is a time that's all about someone else. Yeah. And it must be mad to have those two things happening at the same yeah, time. Yeah, no, it is. And I think you do have to have a lot of lists in my notes that are baby wedding budget you have to be really organized but I think that kind of comes with part of my job so I love planning I do yeah I mean I don't think I'd love to do it for a living but (laughs) for one big scale event it's probably fun it would be less fun if you did it every day oh god yeah it's probably good training, actually, the fact that you have to manage these two life events in tandem, sort of, because even from a budget point of view and from, like you said, a to-do list point of view, the two are probably quite similar in terms of like the spreadsheets you need and the lists and the sharing the to-do list and um, yeah. assigning work across a couple. In a way, it probably fits together quite nicely. Yeah, it's a lot of Excel sheets. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we live Which by here. Which are always fun. And you said you found your dress. Did you find that before you were pregnant? I found it kind of in the middle of pregnancy. I actually drummed through hoops to find the designer. I saw it on Pinterest and had to do a lot of research. Finally found this designer who is in Byron Bay and has a small, tiny little business. Like and 7,000 kilometres away <laughs> from where you live. Exactly. Yeah. So I kept going back to this dress and mm. 
got in touch with her and she said she may or may not have had the particular material for it. She then went to Italy and emailed me and said that she could make it. So it's a massive risk, but yeah. I just love it so much. And I just sent her measurements sort of April, May next year when I've, okay. you know, sort of got my head around getting back to my normal weight. Um, yeah. There hasn't been the whole traditional going around to boutiques mm-hmm. trying on. But that probably works better when oh, your I'm weight's fluctuating, glad. obviously. Yeah. yeah. Because I couldn't have been trying on dresses anyway. Yeah. Not this year. I mean, it just... I wouldn't have got (laughs) got into anything. Yeah, yeah. You can't be giving them a 60-inch waist measurement for... No, I mean, hi, can I try on the size 10? Sorry, love. (laughs) (laughs) It doesn't go up. It sounds like you'll be... availing of alterations on this side anyways which is always your fallback yeah I think she will have a clear idea of my measurements when she makes it and if I drop or lose then I can sort of yeah I have two sisters who live in Sydney so one has been like look I can go and check things out or try it on or and the veil is actually coming from Sydney as well Halfway across the world. <laughs> there are no veils in Ireland. No. Must be vibrant. But no, you have to go with I what. have to complicate things, of course. You have to go with what that dress and the veil or whatever that like gives you a little flutter. You know, yeah. when you look at it, you have to go with what yeah, you I really think, want and you think will work for you. I think my style is quite relaxed and every dress I saw wasn't that memorable. So this, I just kept going back to mm. it. And you know, when your heart is just set on something. But so many people are like, so you're not trying on your dress. And I'm like, well, I will eventually when yeah. it's made. And then a couple of people were like, look, you know what you like, Grace, and yeah. it'll yeah. be fine. And I think as well, in your line of work, you're used to seeing something on a hanger, seeing a photo and knowing yeah. how it will work and how you can put it together. And how I visualise it. Yeah. yeah. So look, we'll see. I'm just crossing my fingers. I have every faith. Definitely I'm these scared. risks are uh, <laughs> worth taking. Like I'd never say take a risk on every single element of your wedding. No. But uh, this is an area where you've got expertise as well. Yeah. So that helps. So tell us about your hen party. I've given a few suggestions. I have four bridesmaids. One lives in Sydney, so she won't be around. But we'll probably be on a WhatsApp group to help. I just want something that kind of involves everybody. Mm. So I'm thinking sort of a murder mystery oh, kind fun. of vibe. Love it. Yeah. The first work trip I went on was a murder mystery. And I have never laughed so much. <laughs> I still talk about it in Kennedy Castle and it was just brilliant fun. Nobody knew each other, but we kind of knew each other as our characters 10 minutes into the game and everyone was chatting. So I think I have very different groups of friends. Everybody's very different personalities. Mm -hmm. So I think maybe that might break the ice a bit. I think that's important to have. Yeah. Yeah. And everyone will be dressed up and drinking wine and having fun so just a night I think two nights is a bit much maybe I don't Mm. know is this going to be happening post baby arriving yeah yeah yeah. it'll be happening kind of May June I think so that's kind of my idea I mean a lot of people don't know what they're doing but I won't know where I'm going or what sort of vibe it'll be Mm. but that's what I had said. My sister keeps saying, why don't we do a festival? That's a big commitment. <laughs> How do I keep everyone together at a festival? Yeah. Yeah, everyone I forgot. will be lost. You end up losing loads of people and then you're just dancing away on your own for yeah, half the Yeah, and night. the moms will be like, what am I doing? Yeah, yeah. yeah. We've yeah. been on um, Hen Weekends where we've just lost people. Yeah. We've just lost them for hours. Now, yeah. in a foreign city, but like, even <laughs> still, you'd think we all have phones. You know, yeah. it can be so hard to keep people together. Mm. But I think it's a great idea to give the wedding party one or two like pieces of ideas. Yeah. And then let them do it. 
Oh, I think definitely. Like, otherwise you don't know where you're going to end up. Really. Yeah. And do you think that the hen you're having will be any different because you'll be a mum? No. That's good. I definitely think it could have been two nights. But I think two nights, it's a bit of an ask in some That's ways. Fair. Just seeing everybody together is going to be lovely. And, yeah. And just mark the occasion. I mean, we didn't have an engagement party. I don't like making a big fuss, so. <laughs> but like a hen is kind of obligatory. It's your it? one it chance is. to have one, so you kind yeah, of have to. Well. Absolutely. You've got to do it and uh, do yeah. it your way, I think. And I want to ask you as well about obviously planning a wedding. You're pregnant, you don't have maybe the energy you would have had before, and there's hormones going on. Has that made things difficult? Or for those periods of your pregnancy, have you just been like, Adam, you do this, I'm going for a lie down? I think I've had an okay pregnancy luckily enough and like now is probably when I'm slowing down Mm. so I've just done little bits and stages I don't think it's affected me it's definitely affected the dress side because obviously I haven't had the whole going to boutiques with my with my bridesmaids yeah yeah Mm. I think I still haven't given anything to him (laughs) (laughs) um It's definitely going to distract me for the next six months. So Mm. I'll probably have to check in around March and be like, whoa, I've loads to do. Yeah. But not really during my pregnancy because I've been lucky, like I've been healthy and I've still done yoga and still kind of try to keep Mm. my energy up and Mm. as normal as possible. Yeah. And the timeline obviously allows that you don't have to be, you know, if you're getting planning a wedding in six months. You'd have yeah. crunch time every week, really, yeah. whereas you have a Absolutely. bit of time to kind of go, well, I don't really have that much to do this month. Yeah, yeah, I think we had a nice engagement, like 17 months, and it gives you time to sort of really iron out what exactly you want instead of just booking something quick, yes. yeah. do you yeah. know? And I think as well, it, it means that when you have the baby, you won't be torn into two places because obviously the baby's going to be your priority. And yeah. You're not going to be worrying about flowers and stuff. Yeah when you're doing feeds and things like that so at least now you've all that stuff done and you don't have to worry about it for a few months yeah and I think maybe I got stuff done early which then when I found out I was pregnant I was like okay I'm not as stressed because mm. I've a few of the big things done mm. do you know yeah so it's yeah. kind of given you a good deadline that you're mm. like well listen all the big stuff has to be done by now and yeah and we'll worry about the little small things, things yeah. on the other side they say yeah. the little things can add up though can <laughs> yeah but again delegation is always our tip absolutely, there absolutely yeah and yeah. again like I think because you'll have a bit of a change of perspective you'll probably ditch a lot of the things that you might have added in otherwise and also Good the fact tip. that you've got a stylist is amazing cause yeah they'll be taking over a lot of the stuff that you know you won't be like at the 11th hour tying a bow onto a chair or anything I didn't want to work on my day totally on that page as well <laughs> I do enough of it in work and I just wanted to sit back and be able to relax and have a glass Mm. of Prosecco with my bridesmaids and just enjoy, you know, and get ready in the morning as much as I probably would have loved to design a room or whatever. But it's in good hands. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. The professionals have a show in hand. (laughs) Um, And what about honeymoon plans? Honeymoon plans, we've kind of simplified. We had got Mexico, Jamaica, which I realised aren't really that close together (laughs) (laughs) or close to where you now live (laughs) when I did a bit of research I was like oh it's actually an eight hour flight from Mexico to Jamaica so no I won't be dragging a baby on another flight because we're gonna bring the baby yeah so um just Mexico we've Mexico booked and just Mexico sounds lovely (laughs) oh my god for two weeks yeah so it'll be gorgeous and but originally I was like we'll do a week and a half and a week and a half in because obviously I like to explore. Yeah. Um, and 
yeah no it wasn't happening mm. so it'll be it'll be a long enough flight but yeah i think it's just about simplifying what you want and being practical about it and being like look it's not gonna work so we'll do jamaica another time <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> for the Make baby's first birthday <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and in terms of simplifying things when you think to your wedding day have you done it's probably too early but have you like baby proofed your plans at all or have you factored in the baby into the timeline of your day or anything like that yeah we probably will have to do that nearer the time when I know his her sort of routine Mm. I think in terms of like getting the baby minded later in the day I had to think about that and a friend has offered she doesn't live that far away from the venue has offered for her sister to mind baby or else we'll get a babysitter who I know Mm. who's already minded the baby um, but yeah, you have to think about these things, you know, because yeah. we're going to have a little human <laughs> and um, yeah, he, she will probably need a sleep throughout the day or feeds. We know we have to make those plans near the day and just think about us having fun as well. Yeah. But also the fact that we have a responsibility. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Where's the baby? This little person. Um, it sounds like you're very organized, which is yeah. key. And you've obviously like planned that all through. But I've heard loads of people say that maybe with older kids, but that the kids are just like brought along for the whole day. And it's just assumed that like someone will look after them. And it always sounds like such a disaster, especially when it's the kid of the couple. Yeah, because the mom is the mother of the bride or the mother of the groom. And they're all getting their makeup done and it's their day as well. And no, uh, the feedback I've heard is nobody wants to be minding them. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Everyone wants to be having fun. And uh, I think you're very smart to include a babysitter in various stages. Yeah, I mean, someone will probably have the baby for the ceremony or arrange photos or dinner or. But like, I think it's a bit assuming to just hand it off to anyone at yeah any and time. people want to have fun at the yeah. end of the day like the band starts and everyone's wearing to go so especially in an Irish wedding yeah so yeah no one wants to be the one holding the baby yeah when the band I think starts. you know people are there to celebrate your day so he she will probably go to bed early but I think I'll just feel more peace of mind that yeah. I'm not kind of giving my baby to somebody anybody who will <laughs> yeah. find him yeah anyone with a spare pair of hands yeah, yeah. you're sitting down here you go <laughs> <laughs> and you mentioned obviously the ceremony is very important to you are you thinking of incorporating the little one into the ceremony some way apart from giving them a cute outfit obviously is there any way you've got them planned to be a feature of the day he she will just come down the aisle so I oh. have one of my bridesmaids who has a child I've you know, asked her if she um, will take the baby. He, she will definitely be, you know, part of it. Gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I have a few other flower girls as well. And um, yeah, it'll be gorgeous. Lots of dress. Be very emotional. Excited about the pictures already. And I spotted on the gram and you mentioned actually that you were at a wedding recently. Yeah. Would you have any tips for couples who have pregnant guests on how to make the day run smoothly for them or anything you think that they should consider? Mocktails. <laughs> yes. We love a mocktail. Um, I think, yeah, I just think have some non-alcoholic drinks um, because we actually made a holiday from that wedding and I just wanted to feel part of the party and part of that is what you have in your hand you yeah. know you just feel like you're not really taking the edge off but you kind of are yeah so yeah I think have some sort of a non-alcoholic option 
And I think especially not just for pregnant people, but for the older sort of crowd, like just don't get rid of when the band starts, don't get rid of all the chairs. And I think you have to just be mindful of people who are who are older or people who are pregnant and just let the planner coordinator know. The seats need to be available for each mm. stage. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Even the drinks reception, because, you know, I was looking for a chair everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> None to be found. <laughs> Especially in the heat, yeah. Mm. Um, just be mindful of, of... I think you'll have an idea. I probably have a suspicion that a few of my friends might be pregnant. Mm. So, yeah, like non-alcoholic options is definitely a great idea. Because otherwise, yeah. they're just drinking lemonade or water. Yeah. And I guess it's a nice way if someone's in early stages of pregnancy and they haven't told anyone yet that they can kind of blend in with it. Totally. Oh my God, you're so right. Standing out with their water. That is a very nifty tip. And if there is a bride or a couple listening at the moment who have found out they're expecting and their wedding's coming up and they're a bit nervous about how to juggle it all, would you have any advice to pass on? Just simplify things. Because, as I said, you can totally get carried away with weddings. Honestly, I know it is stressful and there is sometimes a lot of politics involved. Just don't let it get to you. Just do what you want. And I think in terms of juggling pregnancy and a wedding, you just have to be really organised and make two big lists and decide on your priorities because it isn't cheap. And like we're doing the nursery at the minute. We've just had to be like, okay, well, we can't afford that, but we could afford that and Mm. it's just about being realistic and simplifying what can be two very stressful periods but I think if you just rein it all in and a bit of perspective on things give yourself a chance to have a relaxed day I suppose is a big part of it yeah no I have been at a couple of weddings and like you can just tell the bride is very overwhelmed yeah even the groom and I think it's down to just realizing that you've spent so long and so much money on this one day you have to enjoy it, yeah. you know? Yeah. It's easier said than done. I mean, I know probably coming up to the day, I'll be quite nervous, but I don't know. You'll be fine. It sounds like <laughs> your Excel like... sheets will take yeah. care of everything. Yeah. <laughs> no, it'll be brilliant. Grace, thank you so much for coming Thanks in. For that me. was wonderful. Yeah. I'm dying to see your wedding already. I know I have no, a while to I wait. I can't wait to see this dress. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All the way from Byron Bay. <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much. Thanks for having me. And you can see Grace's gorgeous work in You Magazine every Sunday with the Irish Daily Mail. And you can also, and you should, follow her pregnancy style journey on Instagram. She is at Gracie underscore Cal. I know I'm going to be glued, well, first of all, for new baby photos and then for wedding style. I mean, to go from maternity style to cute baby pics to wedding photos is just an Instagram dream oh it really is um, yeah obviously we had a great chat with Grace and it was so interesting to hear her approach to wedding planning while pregnant it's definitely timeline dependent if you find out you're pregnant now and you're getting married in a month it probably won't edit your day too much by or maybe how much bubbly you have if you find out you're pregnant the day before your wedding day or you're due the day yeah. before your wedding day that's different yeah yeah so, absolutely it really is so timeline dependent yes yeah, so we have a really helpful feature should i say that i wrote it uh, <laughs> it is really helpful claire we and had was, uh, some pregnancy yes. pe- some pregnancy people we had some <laughs> pregnant women verify all the information yes in it as we well. did 
So we'll link to that in the show notes and hopefully whatever stage of pregnancy you're at, it will be helpful to you. Yeah, there's loads of tips in there about like delegating, which is a great one to remember when you're pregnant and uh, low energy things about honeymoon. And also, if you are in a similar position to Grace and your baby is going to be there on the wedding day, definitely, definitely would recommend you listen to our episode on children at weddings because we had some great tips in there for how to um, organize and manage when your kid is going to be at your wedding. Yes. And we also have some tips on postponing your day or moving it forward if you need to do that around your due date so head on over to the show notes and you'll find everything there one fab day listener dilemmas wedding planning is a joyful time but it can also be a stressful one which is precisely why we've created this segment of the show every week we turn our attention to a listener dilemma and try to offer some practical ideas and solutions so claire you have chosen this week's i think i have this listener writes i absolutely love smoke bomb pictures and really want to incorporate them into my wedding shots but does the reality live up to the dream also will they stain my dress even if you just stand in the smoke and get someone else to light or hold it okay so what i would say to this person is if you really really want to do it do it but bear in mind that there are quite a lot of challenges uh associated with the smoke bombs yeah we should probably really quickly explain what the smoke bombs oh, are in yeah, case anyone course. hasn't heard of them. i assume everyone is okay <laughs> with the smoke bomb pick but maybe not so they're like a little kind of almost like a pyrotechnic that releases smoke yeah in a very vibrant color or multiple colors yeah so they're often like bright pink blue orange purple and couples either hold them themselves and have them smoke up in the photographs or they have like a photographer's assistant or a groomsman or someone stand a bit back and then the smoke kind of comes in behind them behind them in the photo i'm using lots of arm gestures that but the <laughs> listener can't see no. um but no i think you've described it well and they do make exceedingly cool photos but we do have to say that they are a little unpredictable yes um so done a bit of research on them they really work better on a still day yeah. um so basically once you release one the breeze could carry it anywhere and you're not Mm. really sure where it's going to go um i would say definitely discuss it with your photographer ask their opinion on it whether they've done it before if they think they're worth the hype like you say your photographer might be like to be honest they're a nightmare or whatever um and they might give you a bit of reassurance either way whichever way you decide to go yeah um bear in mind you need probably someone to set them off now we do sometimes see couples holding them sometimes if the groom is wearing a dark suit he'll hold it and try and keep it away from the bride's dress but we have to say that they can stain clothing if you hold them close to a light color garment yeah (laughs) so it really you're kind of you know playing with you're playing with smoke here people (laughs) you are um so also put the research in I didn't realize this until I went into it yesterday but there's loads of different types different qualities they all ignite different ways and some of them the smoke comes out both ends which you might not be prepared for so obviously if you decide to do it definitely put a bit of research in and then um, get a few extras yeah Yeah. and do a test run I think as well just with anything like that if it's a bit of a time investment, if you're going to spend 20 minutes on it, just think about if that's how you want to spend 20 minutes of your wedding day. Yeah. Any kind of photographs like that. It's that a bit take of a, a fast, bit of one. Yeah, you're going to be away from the party. And that might be totally worth it to you, but it is just worth weighing up. And probably at the end, you'll just get one good photo out of it. Yeah. Not a whole set. Yeah. But I know that you're probably thinking that might be the one photo that I frame and it might. Yeah. Um, 
so we're not saying don't do it but we're just trying to like get you prepped for the reality of the situation also check with your venue or the space or wherever you are there's a reason they're often in woods meadows (laughs) and meadows uh because i think they're actually classified as pyrotechnics so there might be restrictions around you being able to use them and uh yeah no i mean definitely listen we're not going to make your mind up for you but if you're okay with everything we've just said and you still want to go ahead then absolutely do we should maybe op- offer some alternatives Yeah, there well. are cool alternatives, like the confetti cannons that fire out loads of colourful confetti, if, as long as it's biodegradable. I think that's yeah. a really good shout. Yeah, you can get similar streamer sort of cannons as yeah. well. Sparklers is another one as well yeah. that I know obviously takes a bit of setup and time, yes. but is maybe you know, less likely to stain your dress. Obviously, there's a possibility that you'll get a little spark and they yeah. have whole dresses before, but that's probably i'd say most photographers would say they're safer yes. to go yeah so yeah hopefully that's given you lots of food for thought hi ross hi ross take the emily take the rachel take the rachel step away from the spreadsheets as much as we love a spot of wedding planning we're the first to admit that too much of a good thing can wreck your head so in this part of the show we make a point of recommending an activity that's got absolutely nothing to do with planning your wedding selena what's your pick this week so this week i am suggesting you do one of those open online courses oh which sounds very boring when i say it like that but actually there are some really fun ones so everyone has seen the ads for like masterclass I'm you obsessed know with, with like helen mirren teaching yeah. you how to be an actor and stuff i've gone on to sign up for that so many times i just need to do it just just do it live your Helen Mirren dreams it's very good value if you get like an annual subscription yeah Yeah, I mean if you actually go and do the classes it's like a gym membership it's only good value if you (laughs) use it it. Um, and I have to say that there are um, loads of different sites that offer this like Udacity I think is one and Udemy I never know how to pronounce those but they do exist um, Coursera is one that I've used in the past and it's free all the courses are free Wow. Um, but you can pay if you want to have a qualification but any of the ones I did I did just for fun so I did some on like film theory which is fun for me um, <laughs> may not sound like fun but it was really really fun a couple of those and I did a few on really random topics I did one on literature and one on um, irrationality which oh. sounds really deep but it was really 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 fun it was like you know like I think in total it was maybe 12 or 15 hours over the course of two months or something do you have homework and assignments and exams some you do and some you don't so um in mine I think one or two of them I had to write an essay that was like 400 words long or something and like by then I had loads of ideas from the course so I didn't mind Mm -hmm. it didn't feel like homework like in school yeah um but of course you can pick ones the other ones I did there was no commitment but a lot of them will set up forums where you and other people doing the course can have chats about stuff they've discussed and take it a step further if you're like oh that was an interesting point or whatever that sounds brilliant yeah and there's so many like you can do them in like climate crisis you can do them in dog training you can do them in like really really like fun and frivolous things or obviously you can do them to advance your career as well but so many of them I think people don't realize are very low commitment Mm. and obviously most of them are no commitment like no one's going to give out to you if you don't do them but it's a really nice way to just maybe give yourself an hour or two a week to focus on something else and probably if you google whatever mental niche interest you have (laughs) and MOOC which is what uh, open online course is called or open online course um, you'll be able to find one I love that idea I promise it's fun learning is fun the one fab day wedding podcast that's a wrap on this week's episode of the one fab day wedding podcast thank you so much for sharing a little part of your day with us 
If you like the show and you know someone who's planning a wedding, be sure to send them a link. We'd also love if you could rate and review us and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or wherever you find your podcasts. It goes a long way towards helping new listeners find us. If you've got a burning question or comment, please do get in touch. You can either email us hello at onefabday.com or slide into our DMs. We're at onefabday on all the major social channels. And don't forget to visit us over at onefabday.com. We've got lots of really helpful content on the site that simply doesn't translate to audio format. Things like checklists, to-do lists, playlists to use in your wedding and features breaking down the latest trends in visual areas like dresses, flowers, stationery, cake and decor. We'll see you there. The One Fab Day Wedding Podcast. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of $15,178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.